Hi, and welcome back to the only real cure to borderline personality disorder podcast. I'm the creator and host Shamola Del Rosario, and I'm happy to have you here. I'm recording this directly onto my phone as this is entirely new to me and I want to see how podcasting goes for me. So let's get this disclaimer out of the way before I move on to talk about today's topic. So just to be clear, these are my personal experiences that I'm sharing. I'm not qualified in any field of mental or emotional health. And so anyone who chooses to listen is responsible for their own thoughts, feelings and behaviours. I strongly suggest that you do subscribe to thelastsymptom.com and The Last Symptom Podcasts. But wait, before I'm accused of any plagiarism, let me explain that thelastsymptom.com is a free resource that I have had and I continue to have the privilege of learning from. So I will frequently reference Brian Barnett's work. I mean, think about it. My recovery is based on his approach. So of course I'm going to mention him a lot. So the question that I'm posing today is what is borderline personality disorder and can it be cured? Well, you've probably already ploughed through various books, articles, social media posts, and come to the following conclusions. Borderline personality disorder is a mental illness and borderline personality disorder is uncurable, unfixable. Well, you're wrong on both counts. So I'd say go check out thelastsymptom.com and the podcast. Brian Bonnet is my saviour. But I too had believed that I was mentally malfunctioning. I thought I was unfixable. The best that I could hope for would be some kind of coping skills. Everything that I read said the same thing. To be honest, I thought I was doomed to this life. A life of feeling bad about myself, hating myself, getting angry with myself, getting angry with others, splitting, leading to intense shame and revulsion until the whole cycle was repeated again and again and again. But what could be worse than being totally fucked up emotionally? I'll tell you. Fucking up your children's emotional health. I've got three daughters, all adults now, but all casualties of my distorted perspectives. After a Christmas party around four and a half years ago, my eldest daughter summoned what I can only describe in hindsight as the strength of a lioness. She told me in no uncertain terms that my behaviours and emotional indifference to her had made her feel like a complete and utter piece of shit for her entire life. She was completely broken, crying, crying, crying. You know, you know the depth of her heart was expressing in tears the words that that can't be spoken in words. This lifetime of sadness flowing out from her. 
and she herself full, full of self-hatred. I felt like the biggest piece of shit on earth. She told me that if she ever considered having children in the future, she would ensure that I would have absolutely nothing to do with them. No contact, no meetings, nothing. This was serious. She meant it. And she told me that unless I sorted my distorted perspectives out, she wanted absolutely nothing, nothing to do with me going forward. As you can probably imagine, this led me into a downward spiral. Being confronted to my face about the horrors of my personal relationships with shame and my misperceptions about the true nature of feelings, self and life had impacted on her and my other children, but they hadn't raised it at this point, but it impacted on her and they, there was nothing that I could do to fix this. I couldn't fix this thing. I spent the next two years researching borderline personality disorder and DBT. I tried counselling. Everything pointed to a losing battle. What was the point? Even trying. I tried behaving in the way I thought people should behave. How people expected me to behave. How I was expected to feel. But I didn't feel better about myself. I felt worse. More and more and more like a piece of shit. I hit my rock bottom. I had lost my daughter. Well, I was just barely hanging on by a thread. And she'd had a baby by now. And I was desperate to be in their lives. I was allowed a weekly supervised visit and started to get to know my granddaughter. All of this time, though, still, really still hating myself and terrified that I'd pass something I had no control over onto her. I couldn't see it, I couldn't feel it, I couldn't taste it, but I knew it was there and I didn't want to pass this awful thing on to this brand new, innocent baby. Can you imagine, though, my excitement when I came across Brian Barnett? he himself had cured himself of borderline personality and there is this guy making bold statements saying that anyone who really wanted to do it could do it too. Now you can believe whatever you want in terms of how people develop distorted core beliefs but I'm telling you that borderline personality disorder does not have multiple possible causes. The entire disorder and every symptom of it comes from one unhealthy distorted subconscious perspective and that was adopted in very very early childhood the distorted underlying belief or subconscious certainty that is my feelings are inherently irrelevant and shameful devoid of worth and therefore so am i myself this cure to borderline personality disorder it's not an easy, quick fix. It involves painful self-reflection, rumination and insights. Everybody's journey is going to be different, dependent on 
their own personal experiences and memories and relationship with shame. But a massive part of recovery is accepting that our parents and caregivers instilled those beliefs in us. They didn't know that they were doing it either because their own attitudes towards feelings, self and life were also incorrect. And their parents before them probably too, going back for generations more than likely. But once you have accepted this truth, you really can work backwards to undo the damage. But you have to get to the root and pull it out completely. A person must accept that they are responsible for their own thinking, the mechanics of their thought process. It needs to be broken down. Why and how is my thinking off? How and why am I denying reality? After digging deep, I myself discovered that I began to merge my perception of belief of how it should be with how it actually is or was. I hadn't realised that I did this and the realisation that I did initially scared the shit out of me, to be honest. I also discovered that feelings themselves scared me. I'd never been taught the truth about feelings and I'd always blocked them. Just thinking, I feel bad, I feel bad, I feel bad, I feel bad. You know, that continuous soundtrack in your head like a broken record. Actual refusal to experience the feeling. Fighting it because I, I don't like it. Not actually knowing what the feeling is. I mean, sadness, disappointment, sympathy, compassion, anger, fury, irritation, frustration... All of them were just defined as bad feelings for me, for me to say, I feel bad, I feel bad, I feel bad, but not to actually experience what that feeling was and how to actually deal with it. In truth, I had no prior knowledge about what feelings are. Obviously, I couldn't teach my children about them at that time. I didn't know how I had feelings myself. How could I know that they had um, feelings? Something for you to remember though is, feelings are never good or bad, right or wrong. Feelings just are. Feelings are not something that you do. Feelings are something that you experience. The thinking is the problem. How you think, not how you feel. And remember, the naturally occurring thinking process for people with borderline personality disorder is to distort reality. This is how we were able to make sense of the world we were growing up in, but we've continued distorting reality as part of our thinking formula. We do it subconsciously, but we can take control and be accountable for our own thoughts, feelings and behaviours. I continue to wrestle with the symptoms of my skewed perspectives in terms of shame. I've made enormous progress in correcting my perspectives, so much so that I see my granddaughter twice a week with my daughter now, 
and also my younger daughter has got a year old baby boy my precious little grandson who I also get to see a couple of times um, every week I'm aware of myself when I am with them in fact I'm super vigilant to feelings of shame this is a red flag whenever you feel bad about yourself know that it's a red flag now I know that when my own children were young looking back this is this is in hindsight this is after self-reflection but looking back I can see that I gave more attention to my inner shameful voice than I did to their to their needs I'm really not proud of this but it wasn't something that I was aware that I did at that time but this is part of acceptance I can't change any of that but I can learn from it and prevent it from happening again being with my two grandchildren has given me the opportunity to see how feelings are so important and how the attitudes to those feelings will impact on how they view feelings self and life for the rest of their lives my perspective on feelings is naturally changing because my thoughts are changing now this isn't a coping skill this is me actually evolving into an emotionally healthy person how you're asking by doing the painful inner work to correct my thinking my thinking not my feeling my thinking anyone can do it if they really want to the adjustments are very slight but make all of the difference you've all used a radio haven't you you know when it's not clear maybe a bit of interference fiddling with the tuner you know fiddling away with that tuner get rid of a bit of the interference so now you've got to the crystal clear frequency or focus in the lens of a camera until you've got the sharpest possible image think about it do you want to be disrupted with unwanted radio frequency signals when you're trying to listen to your favorite show and do you want to see the blurry fuzzy photos or clear sharp photos it's all in slight adjustments it really is it really is but it's only you that can do it and that's it for now so i'd really like to have your feedback um, so if you could get in touch with me and i'm sure that we'll be speaking again soon and um, thank you for listening bye bye